And what's happening? We're live here on the Armchair Sports Guys. Full fives, all full Voltron here uh, as we have uh, the ghost of Zidane Chara joining us, Mr. Rich Mays, with Mike Bluto, Lachance, <laughs> Matt O'Brien, John Frahady, and I'm G.J. Mitchell wearing this sweet, sexy Capitals jersey. Looks um, good, George. You know, just you because just of the fact dirty that... Now. Just because of the fact, oh, Matt and I are going to have to hockey fight after this as he's wearing the Bruins. I'll tell you, I've said this before, I'd rather fight Boychuk. I mean, I'd rather fight Char than I would uh, than I would have uh, Adam McQuaid. I think Adam McQuaid is a lunatic on the next yeah. level. I would have rather fought Chara. But we're going to start true. right into it because this is the big news. The story Surprise broke. Uh, sign him. Yeah, right. The story broke about uh, a few hours ago that Zidane Chara is headed to the Washington Capitals. He is signed for one year, seven hundred and ninety five thousand um, dollars. Boys, how do you feel about that? Um, and I'm going to start with uh, I'm going to start with Sean, because I know Sean is more practical on this. Uh, as opposed to, as opposed to, as opposed to Rich and Matt and Mike, who are going to be a little, 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 little bit off the rails on this one, but that's good. That's what we bring here on the Option Sports, guys. So, Sean, uh, go <laughs> ahead. Japanese train, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> off, off the rail. Off the rail. Uh, let's go, boys. How do you feel about it, Sean? Talk to me, Goose. Um, I mean, it sucks. It's, it's, it's just another, another name that, that is leaving the city. I mean, look at, we lost Brady this year. They traded Mookie bets away. Now Chara is gone. It's like everything we've had set up for so long. I mean, obviously not Mookie. He's only, he was only with the Red Sox for a couple of years, but I mean, obviously homegrown kid came up through the system. Um, it just sucks seeing these guys leave. I mean, obviously it sports is a business that, the, the Bruins thought they made the right choice and Chara had to do what was best for him. So, I mean, it sucks. They, they couldn't pony up, you know, 700 and what? $45,000. You just said 795 K. Oh, okay. Well, I'll throw that even worse. In there. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, man. It's yeah. Just, you short change of 50 K you son of a bitch. <laughs> do I, do I think, do I think Chara is still a number really? one top pairing defenseman? No. But would I like to see him stay with the Bruins? Absolutely. He's a leader. He's a veteran that's been on this team for, what, 14 years? I mean, you really got to make the decision to walk away from $795,000 for a guy that bled and sweat and brought you guys a, a, a Stanley Cup championship. I mean, it's it's sad to see, but, I mean, I get it, and it is what it is. Um, I, I think it's shitty, but, I mean, I'm not – heartbroken but it's, it kind of sucks all right <laughs> rich or matt who would like to go next <clears throat> you want to go dude or you want me to go you, you go ahead you want to save it for the last all right yeah. first ahead, of all so nice before so nice. i freak out before <laughs> i freak out i understand the dude's 43 he's lost a step we all get that oh i mean it's evident in watching him play it's scary when he touches the puck and has to get it out of the zone that being said even at his age, even at his lack, his reduced speed, the intangibles that he would bring to the team, especially to the core of young defensemen that Cam Neely claims we have, 24, 25, 27, 23, 23, 33, 30. Those are the ages of our defensemen right now. You think Brandon Carlo couldn't learn a little bit more from Chara or Charlie freaking McAvoy? 
about how to be a heavy hitter and a leader and about his style of play on the ice and, you know, you know, the kind of things that Char, the experience that he's had over these last 14 years, you know, to teach these dudes how to be the backbone of a Bruins team. Cause when we face it, all Bruins teams, great backbone has been a strong defenseman, Ray Bork, Bobby friggin' or, uh, you know, obviously Chara, it's always been a great defenseman on the Boston Bruins who set the tone for the team and led the way, you know, that being said, you know, I wish some good luck on the Capitals. They're you know, basically collecting a bunch of broken down old parts at this point. Hendrik Lundqvist, they signed. He's done because he has to have heart surgery. I just hope, you know, nothing awful like that befalls Big Z here. Um, but he's going to be missed. I mean, he backboned the team to a championship. He led the way with, with punishing physical play, with intimidation, you know, standing seven feet tall on, on skates. Who will ever forget the time he got in Sid Crosby's face? He practically knelt down on the ice with that evil grin getting in his face. You know what I mean? Like there's been so many moments where he has let, you know, led the charge and, and been the motor that drives this team. It's, it's that standing ovation last year, or was it last year, yeah. the year before in the playoffs broken jaw. I was yeah, there for I mean, that game. The Unbelievable guy. chills. He's the man. He was the man for 14 years, and now it's it's just going to be weird. I mean, like you mentioned, we already lost Brady. Someone, I think, earlier said Mookie Betts. But, you know, these guys who become iconic sports figures in our town, and, it, you know, it, I understand, but at the same time, I'm angry because I feel like he could still be useful and he's not that expensive. But the part of that hurts the most is more of a sentimental part where I just wish that we could have let our captains, Brady, and Chara, who've been here for so long, who've meant so much, who've won so much to ride out their careers wearing the same uniform. Instead, now he's going to go be a spare part for the goddamn Capitals. And, you know, Brady, obviously not a spare part, but that's a story for a different day. It's just, you know, Bruins black and gold runs in my blood. And this dude has been like a major part of this team since 2006. Think about that. 2006. And, and now he's going to be gone. Someone else hopefully will not be wearing that number 33. So, well, I guess that was a lot more calm than I had it pictured in my mind. <laughs> I think listening to Sean lay it out in such a business-like manner kind of was kind of like classical music to the beast inside where I'm like, you know, God damn, he's right. It, it's Here comes the motorhead. It's more of a, it's more of a <laughs> sentimental, you know, regret that he's leaving than it is an actual i understand that he's he's not the guy he used to Fuck be. sympathy i don't need your sympathy here we go i need my <laughs> fucking johnson i, I need mike johnson uh, well go ahead johnson <laughs> <laughs> i mean t- t- take a take a look Poor at what dick. we have right now we have euro vikanane whatever vikanane or whatever his name is Vikanine. uh jacob zabral i can't even pronounce those two guys i know what they irrelevant action. irrelevant Little action last year. Irrelevant can answer names. What about Kevin Miller? Guys cool. played yeah. 18 announced. months. Is he ever gonna get back on the ice? Surgeries on his right knee, and you're gonna and he was gotten an extension for half a million back in October. This past October got an extension on a one more year. You're gonna tell me that the guy hasn't played in 18 months and has four surgeries on one knee, on one knee is gonna be better and more productive than Chara at 43? I don't think so. You think those two young defensemen that uh, the Bruins organization, and I know George is going to get to the quote, those two are going to learn 
under Carlo and McAvoy better than they would from Chara? Give me a break. Give me a break. Well, this is the job. I, I, I finally found it. It took me 34 years, but I finally found a job where you can get paid millions of dollars and not do jack shit. And that is Don Sweeney. You have not done jack shit. Unbelievable. You you could have easily given this guy pennies. He would have signed for half a million because he loved being in Boston and he wants another cup and he wants to play another year. Instead, he's going to go with what he has in the Bruins organization. It, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Now, I didn't want Char to get a three million, a million and a half. I don't care. He was going to be the fifth, sixth defenseman. But you're going to tell me that Kevin Miller is going to be healthy and ready to go and back to playing to his normal self. And he hasn't played a fucking game in 18 months. That's ridiculous. He's 33. That's that's another thing. And let's, let's also look at some of the, the Norris trophies eight times. This guy has been eight times in the top five defensemen for Norris trophy trophy. Excuse me. He's won one as well. He's also helped raise the cup. His leadership on and on the, on and off the ice is, Uncomparable, incomparable to any other captain in the league right now. That by far. The Bruins lost a huge, huge part of their organization. And I think that this is the first step to the Bruins collapse. You're not signing Chara. Okay, we all know who's going to get the C. We love that guy. But come this time next year, and it's going to be hopefully halfway through a hockey season, we're going to be the worst team in the NHL. And this is going to be the folding of the Bruins. The, hey, the Pat, uh, the Red Sox let it, let us off. They're the worst fucking team. The Pats are the se- second worst fucking team. Now you're going to have the Bruins. And with Helena's short season, for a 43-year-old, he can play 56 games. He's going to play more games than Kevin Miller. Oh, Horrible. Yeah. Horrible freaking move by Don that. Sweeney. Horrible. You suck, Don. I want your job. I want a job where I don't do dick <laughs> and I get paid millions of dollars. Oh, he's a good weatherman. It's, well, it's not million dollars. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, good enough. If you get good enough at being being wrong, you might get a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, then, then you become Don Sweeney. You go yeah. from being a weatherman to Don Sweeney. Yeah, that's how you. <laughs> that's the come up. <laughs> Mike, no. bad, not right signing him. End story. I'm glad he's gone. <laughs> I'm glad. He, and, and and here's the reason. And, and it's actually you guys are all right, Matt. You're right. You guys, you, uh, it's like sprinkled in. You guys are all right. But let me. Let me take a different perspective of this. This is just our opinions of, well, we heard sign, we read Twitter, and we saw this, and we heard this. We weren't behind the closed doors between Sweeney, Neely, and Chara and the agent. We weren't behind those closed doors. So you can go out, you can buy his little jerseys, buy his little pictures, and cheer him on. I cheered him on. On, on the ice, leader. Off the ice, I would hands down say one of the top guys, the things he's done not just for the organization, not just for the sport or for any other sport, but for this community, for the state, for for the his country, hands down, Mount Rushmore, one of the leading guys. No doubt about it. No denying it. But he's 43. His broken jaw, he came back, he played, tough as balls. I give him credit. But he's 43. They look at injury-prone stuff. The past few years, I would say four years tops, he hasn't been the chara he was Years ago, I know things change and guys get older. It comes to the time. Every time, Rich, you just said, every time Chara stepped in the ice, you got nervous. Every time there was a bad play, it was during Chara's shift. And he started to diminish. The coolest thing I saw him do, this I know last season sucked, 
what was he when he pulled uh uh Daniel Vader or Vlader, whatever his name was, pulled him aside and gave him that pep talk. Now <laughs> Vader Vader shit his pants, but at least Chara stepped up, pulled him aside and said, Do what you gotta do, win, lose a draw, we get you back. That was cool. Not saying Chara's a bad guy, but we forget as fans that there's a business side of this thing. This was the business side. I highly doubt Horrible Cam Neely's to, to get rid of a captain. Sure, it was. But on the flip side, I, I can almost guarantee they sat there and said, we're not going to play you. We, we will sign you, but you're not going to get what you want. Retire now. Retire while you're on top. Instead of Chara retiring, like he has rumored the past couple of years he wanted to retire, instead of retiring on the top of his game to do something within the organization as a captain, he chose to leave to go to Washington to sign for $795,000 for one year. So now if Char doesn't win a championship and he gets hurt or he get bumped out or he doesn't play to his perfection, to me, that's a low shit bag. You've lost all accreditation for what you did. So behind closed doors, there's business deals that were going on that we don't know what was said. We just see what we see in the news and on social media. Personally, he has been playing good. Kevin Miller, yeah, I, I don't I don't see him being the leader of the team, especially on defense. But I've also been saying for a long, long time, the Bruins need to step the fuck up with defensemen. Claude Julian was a phenomenal coach, but he never he never used younger guys. You get a whole pool of guys in Providence, a whole pool of guys everywhere else that you can pull. This past offseason, there were a fucking numerous amounts of guys that they didn't bring in to do anything. You brought low-level guys in that have no experience. Now, if you're going to bring low-level guys in, you fucking sign Charles so we can teach them, but they didn't do it. So on that point, I'll say bad business move by the Bruins. It sucks seeing a captain leave. Brady left for 50-something million dollars with Tampa. He's tearing it up. Mookie Betts went to L.A., absolutely a huge purse. Tore it up, won the championship. Yep. Chara, I think Boston's personally trying to just – sink the entire 20 year run that we've had no no i you know what it is you know what it is, is that we're besides danny we, Ainge, at least he's we're, signing people we're so we're so and this is coming from a fan this is a take to business side out take me as i i want to see this is a fan side we're this we're blinded we're blinded by what we really see we're blinded for 20 years with greatness even the red Sox, we saw things that great grandparents didn't see so we're blinded Four so times. yes this is this is this is when this is Boston in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. This is when it was kind of, uh, we're, we're, like I said it two weeks ago or last week, I'm sick of the fucking mediocreness of teams in this town. We're here, but we're not here. Like we're, we're here so much, it's not much here. here. I mean, so here, <laughs> right here. We seem to like get to that point and then we shoot the load off and we're done. Well, Pardon so my God. I, I, I want to touch on two things. One, I do want to read what Chara said just quickly. Um, and this is his post on Instagram. Uh, Z-Z-E-E, Chara33. Love this. He said, my family and I have been so fortunate to call the great city of Boston our home for over 14 years. Recently, the Boston Bruins have informed me that they plan to move forward with their many younger and talented players and respect their decision. Unfortunately, my time as a proud captain of the Bruins has come to an end. I first want to thank all the passionate and loyal Bruins fans who shared the ups and downs of each season over the last 14 years. I'm proud that we were able to return the Stanley Cup to Boston and celebrate it with you. In Boston, New England, and around the world was a moment I will never forget. You have all treated my family and me as one of your own, and I will always be grateful. 
Um, and he goes on to, and I'm not going to read all of it, but he does go on to thank all the staff, the trainers, the Jacobs family, teammates, whatnot. Um, and he closes, says, my family and I will always cherish the strong friendships and connections we made here. From the beginning in 2006, we have been embraced by this community and made feel welcome. We will always be grateful for the opportunity to contribute to the community and for the people who have always supported me and my family. As I begin this next chapter, I want the people of Boston to know how proud I was to be a Bruin and how grateful I am for the support over the years. Thank you, unquotes, doesn't seem adequate uh, to express my sincere gratitude. I will always be a, Bru a Bruin. I will always love Boston. Thank you, Z. Um, and I thought that was really, I thought I think that I was, was thinking of a different quote. I think that was really well done um, by him. I mean, obviously, I don't want to say that that's what usually every athlete puts in there, especially of his ilk right. um, that puts in, you know, either in the newspaper or on Twitter's, Facebook's, whatever. So I appreciate it. But I, 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 I would be remiss if said it that he wouldn't be missed. I mean, again, we talked about it earlier. You could sign Chara for a million bucks, put him on the sixth line. You know what I mean? Let him give more training and more more coaching to a guy like, um, you know, Charlie McAvoy, you know, or if Kevin Miller can come back, you know, that guy, you know, and, and, and hope to, you know, give him some, some teaching and some, some wisdom before he departs as a Bruin. Um, that's what I said. That's what I think we all would have said. And I think that would have been the best thing to do is to, to set him up, you know, for what a uh, million dollars, you know, you could have done that, but, yeah, Sweeney wanted to you know, keep it for himself. I, I, I did. I do like, and I, I won't. I won't go on for long. I do like how he did say though, and this is where I. This is where I will be honest about Char and why I. I do like him. I don't like him as a Bruin though. That he did say, they they decided to move on without me. Whatever he used that the the whatever you said, George. I'm sorry. They they informed me they're going to move on without me. To go yeah, with the guys. younger and talented uh, players. Yeah. So that that's an athlete, uh, and Rich knows like wrestling. That's like kayfabe. You're kind of bringing the curtain down and saying we should, you know, that's this is, we should talk more about this. I mean, this is what we, this is the the business side of it. They're I'm moving on. They're going for your guys. I'm not as I used to be. So I will respect the fact that he did say that. I do I mean, too. Yeah, you don't really get that. He's being honest. You don't really get right. that. He's being honest. Yeah. With the Brady thing, it was like there were rumors flying everywhere. You know, right. they went they went to to Belichick or Kraft's house, and he had sat both of, all three of them down, including Giselle and all this other bullshit that went on. So it, I respect the hell out of that. And yeah. and you know, Don Sweeney, if they if if they don't crash and burn, and Chara wins wins the Stanley Cup, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Seriously, yep. look! Look at is this the beginning of a curse? Tom Brady just is now in the playoffs. Well, <laughs> so Mookie I, Betts won the World Series. <laughs> I was gonna say it, it's, it's. Oh, but right don't there. worry, because the Red Sox are looking to sign Jackie Bradley Jr. Oh, well, also, fuck yeah, so, that's awesome. <laughs> well, so here's here was my here was my second part Awful. of this. So I just want you guys to sit back and realize this because, um, you know, we talked, uh, you know, off camera before the show, but I want I want the people uh, watching it uh, at home and around the world to, to to hear this. We went from Brady to Cam Newton. We're going to go from Mookie back to Jackie Bradley Jr. We're going maybe. to we're going maybe. Well, yeah, they, there's been rumor that there's been still talks or staying in close contact with them. But we're going from Zidane Chara to Lozon. Yeah. That's the guy that's that's more likely well, the guy on. that's going to replace. I want to I want to say that Chara to Lozon. Yeah, 
I mean, I mean, these guys don't look too fucking good. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. No, but that's the thing is. So my biggest issue with all of this is. And and from what listening and and trying to get some scuttlebutt uh, around the interwebs before we came on here, uh, I did hear something that they weren't going to actually offer him a position on the ice. They wanted him in the front office um, and, you know, sort of that type of role. And then if there was a need, you know, like, you you know, uh, like Bob Essensa, you know, the goaltender coach, right? He could come in and play goalie if you need him because he can't. You know what I mean? Like, so if you needed a guy, you sign him to a 10 day contract or, you know, you prorate a million dollars halfway through the season. If, you know, one of your defensemen gets hurt, because, you know, Char is not. These skates like he's are made not, of wood. Right. But it's not like Char <laughs> is not working out. You know what I mean? It's not like Char just said, all right, I'm hanging up the skates and the stick and I'm just going to go turn into fat Thor. You know what I mean? Like, he's just like he's still working out. He's still a, a madman in the gym. So I, 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 you could have had him for that. Now, do I think it was wrong to offer him just a front office position? Absolutely. You don't treat your captain of your team, a captain of 14 years, might I might add, and a guy who is, who is, not was, is still a legend in Boston. You don't treat him like that by signing him to a front office position or a coaching staff style position you keep his ass on the ice as long as you can and as long as he wants to play and understanding that yes your role may be diminished maybe on back-to-backs he's up in the ninth floor because you want to give him that extra rest you know maybe he's on the sixth line maybe he's on the second power play unit or the second penalty kill unit and he's not all active and up front but when but when the first, you know, defensive unit comes off, if he's the third defensive unit, maybe he can, you know, sit into Charlie's ear and say, hey, Charlie, next time when you see that, shoot the puck up the sideboard instead of trying to go across the grade on the ice on that play while they're sitting on the bench while he's waiting for his shift to come up. You know what I mean? Like, there's little things and nuances. And, and I use a guy Instinct like Mark coaching. Recchi. Like Mark Recchi. The, I, I will say, example, firmly believe, firmly believe a guy like Mark Recchi was one of the main reasons why they won the cup in 2011. And it wasn't because he was this one of the this, top three or four. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't nope. this great guy on Sorry, the ice. I mean, he's, 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 you know, obviously he scored some. He got some assists, but he wasn't having a like a phenomenal year. But his leadership on the bench when he can when he can sit there and tell, you know, uh, um. Uh, Krejci or Marshan or or He's talk to Bergeron. Bergeron. Yep, where he can sit there and say, yeah. "Hey, when when you when you do when you move like this, you got the defenseman going this way. If you do this and then this, they're still going to go that way, and you'll have that open lane. Any combination, like just the 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 way you see the game, and the guy like that is so invaluable to your bench. And the Boston Bruins said, "Nah, fuck it, we're good." I I have I. Like you said, Donnie Donnie Sweeney fucking sucks right now. He's had we they couldn't get the uh, the deal done because they didn't want to get rid of Krejci for um um shit. All I can think is JBJ uh, OEL. Um, they couldn't get the deal done. I, I, I'm trying to think. I'm like, I know it's He's a three letter. I know it's a three. No, I know it's a three letter. OEL. They couldn't get the deal done because they didn't want to get rid of Krejci. 
And they in so now you're down a big defenseman. You could have had OEL there as and, 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 yeah, you got and you lost crew because you didn't want to pay him. You know, so now you lock down two top four defensemen. Your left side of that defensive line looks like dog shit. And this is what we're doing. This is what we're going with, Boston. Donnie, mm. this is what you're doing right now. We're literally in what 14 days spring training starts. You know, well, I say spring training, but but the the, the season starts. Yeah, the it's right. The season starts. That's right. They start early in a couple weeks. Yeah, they have a couple a couple days of training camp coming up. Uh, you know, January third, right? So January third, training camp starts, and January fourteenth, you start playing, and you couldn't figure that shit out a beforehand and get pieces in here if you knew you were going to lose Chara and you were going to lose Tory Krug. Like I, Johnny, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I have no tolerance or use for that. I get so angry at life. I get so angry at at stupidity. No, I I have my biggest pet peeve in this world (laughs) has to do with stupidity, right? No common sense and general stupidity. And to me, this falls under both. Donnie Swinney, you suck as a GM. And by God, I hope your ass gets fired this year because you have done absolute dog shit. Now, granted... Granted, Charlie Coyle is the only thing. Granted, you had to clean up of Shirelli's yeah, mess of of signing everybody to four or five year, six, seven year deals at ridiculous contracts. You had to deal with that. I get it. But you had three draft picks, 14, 15, and 16. You did nothing with that. Now you can't sign crew. Well, we got, now with, you we can't got DeBrusque. Sign... Great. DeBrusque Yay. was one of those. One... Really? You out of, hate out of, Lebrusque? I'm not Lebrusque? saying I hate you. I'm not saying I hate Jake Lebrusque, but you could have had three fucking guys that were all stars, and all you right, come that's away with, true. and you come away with Debrusk, who barely does anything from an all star caliber qual- uh, perspective. So yeah, Debrusk his year maybe. Oh He's yeah, we said that dude. his He's year. still growing. Yeah. Okay. Who is who is picked 14 and 16 instead of Le, uh, De, uh, Debrusque? Who are the guys picked after? Know. Who are the guys picked after? You could have had um Dylan, oh, Dylan. uh Barzal. No, Barzal. The yep. guys before and after DeBrusque with two guys the, the Bruins had because they had the three picks in a row. Okay, but you could have had Barzal. You could have had him. Yeah. What what happened, Donnie? Yeah. What happened? You screwed that up. So I, I don't know. I have I have zero faith in this Bruins team going forward. I just don't. Uh but like I said, you you go from Brady to Cam. Mookie to JBJ, maybe, and then Char to Lausanne. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now, this 20 years of fucking awesome in Boston sports history is <laughs> O-B-A-H-O-V-A. Ova. But we're all still going to go to the games. We're going to buy tickets. No, we can't, can't go to the we games. We can't because Charlie comes back. We can't get a standing ovation. Damn no, it. no, we can't go to the games because Governor Chuck's a fucking jackass, too. So, you know, he's not going to let us go Michael, in there either. So, fuck this. Nobody drafted <laughs> after him worth having, bro. My, Matt, mark it eight, dude. That's my uh, vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's go on to happy note. At least the fucking Patriots season's over as they got their asses smoked by the uh the bills um 38 to nine so so a quick side note again if you want to join us here on the (laughs) on sports guys 
Uh, if you want to join us, make sure you click on the link on our Facebook page. That's on at the Armchair Sports Guys. Uh, we're also on Instagram at the Armchair Sports Guys and Twitter at Armchair underscore Guys. Also TikTok at the Armchair Sports Guys. But um, I will say quickly, just a little thing. I was sitting pretty until Jake Allen to uh, to uh, sorry, Josh oh, Allen to Stephon dude. Diggs for that touchdown, and Very my tough. whole fantasy team went. I was praying for you, bro. I was praying uh, for you to I got, win. I, not let that I, goddamn Bills fan be our at, champion. Listen, at six at, and seven. At least, at least, at least it wasn't close. I'll say that. At least it wasn't close. Um, I got my. I ass. won by three points. I, yeah, I, Mine was I, close. <laughs> I think I would. I went first pick in the draft. Is yes, that what I think my so. Thing yep. was? Yeah, but anyway, Woo, anyway, anyway <laughs> um, but <laughs> let's talk about the real game because nobody gives a shit about my fantasy team. But nonetheless, oh, I was um, actually happy. <laughs> I was there. Uh, then have you taken us to like Capitol Grill or Del Frisco's? You're now taking us to fucking IHOP. Dude, you know, I, you know, it's funny. I can't is, we'll, bitch, bitch, I can't even for the dollar menu at McDonald's for you guys. We, all right. We'll get into we'll get into more more of the uh when we get to our shootout, but I, I think I did pretty handsomely well. I did lose well, we're gonna, I did well, well, well I did but I, I will say while we're I'm on improving. the topic of yeah. <laughs> while we're on that quick topic, it's been when I when I saw the game end. My first thought wasn't about me. I got 100 points. My first thought was, oh, John fucking totally kicked George's balls in. <laughs> that was my immediate now, thought. I'm like, John I now have a God. vagina because I get kicked in the dick so hard. Uh, but <laughs> let's talk Sorry, about the game. So, and... so, yes, it did. A, a, a Mott's applesauce container. They call that uh, a Jenner. A j- a j- <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So listen, so Josh Allen, 27 to 36, 320 yards, four touchdowns. Um, Stephon Diggs went off nine receptions, a buck 45, three touchdowns. Zach Moss had 12 carries, 57 yards, one touchdown. I mean, it was, hold on. And John even said his, his counterpart, Lee Smith, the, not the pitcher <laughs> he got a, was he got the fat lineman gets a touchdown too. He got two receptions for 31 yards. Even the guy touchdown. that can't fix this something. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so, uh, so here's the question. Um, and again, we're not going to get into the game because it was really a total shit show, and um, and it was really nothing that I really want to talk about because it's just gross. Um, the question is, Newton or Stidham, who gets to start against the Jets? Rich, I'm going to start with you. Or who, Does it really who matter should? who gives a shit anymore? <laughs> jacket, who Might gives as well let Stidham get in there and find out if the dude's got any testicular fortitude. He did decent mop-up duty the other night. I mean, at this point, let's stop playing the game. Who gives a shit about Cam Newtown anymore? He's old. He's broken down. He can't throw the ball. Even when he has a wide-open receiver, like eight yards in front of him, he freaking throws it on the ground and bounces it like a goddamn basketball. Matt, every, he, after watch, I will say this, and I'll go to you, uh, go to you, Mike, in a minute. As soon as he threw that that ball, it was to uh, I think it was to oh, that was the middle cup, to Myers. Bro. Yeah, to Myers. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I go, yep, Plinko, he's got it. Yeah. Game over. He can play. <laughs> he can be my team in any day. Oh yeah, just, just play Beirut all day. Uh, Mike, your uh, your thoughts? Who Stidham or uh, uh, or um, over the line, Smokey? By the way, Mike, um, who gets it? Stidham or Cam? 
That was a ball. That was a cutthroat. Was a... Yeah, over, uh, elbow over the line, Smokey. Let's go. That's right. How I play. I play men's rules. Right, uh, Stidham. Right. Stidham. 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 Okay. Stidham. Okay. No, no arguments. Stidham. All right. Sean? I don't care, man. Either way, it's gonna be a fucking disaster. Sean's so, just gonna <laughs> Sean's gonna go on HBO watch Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. No, but if you think, yeah, ooh, I no, wouldn't I'm blame him. that either. I will. But, uh, too. I will. Tell me this though: Did you like what you saw from Stidham when he came in after Cam got pulled in the third quarter against the Bills? The first throw Stidham threw it. He skipped it right into the shins of Jacoby Myers. It was the same thing Cam. Well, did. that that's because that's a guy who hasn't had fucking playing time because the coach isn't playing him. Yeah, well, you know if what? He had that's, playing why you, time, that's why you. What the fuck is he doing? Warm up on the sidelines. Get that's that why you chicken practice. wing hot. Let's go. Hey, yeah, they dude, were. Don't just they sit there and go. Oh, maybe someday Bill will put me in. You got to be ready no, to go. No, that's that's Bel- that's dude, Belichick saying I'm not putting way. you in. There, ha- there's millions of people. Not maybe. Don't not raise millions. your fucking voice at me. <laughs> there's not millions, but there's there's think about. There's four of you in this. people out there. Four of you in this conversation right now that want. Jared Stidham to start. Bill knows this. All the fans are saying, why not start Stidham? Why not start Stidham? So Stidham knows this. So he knows, wow, for some weird reason, Bill won't put me in. So don't you think the first chance that he gets in the third quarter against the Bills the other night, he should have been ready to go, ready to showcase something, show him something to say, oh, maybe I should start Stidham next game. He didn't show me anything that makes me want to start him over Cam. So who gives a shit? They're going to lose. Throw in the ball. Throw in the ball. Show me. What difference does it make? It really makes no difference. You're not going to get anything better out Brian, of Stidham. If Brian Hoyer was suited up on the side. New, a completely new quarterback room next year. See you later, Stidham. See you later, Hoyer. See you later, Cam. Bring in three new guys because this isn't working. So who cares? To sum All it right. up, who cares? All right, Matt. <laughs> Hashtag, let's hashtag that. Well, I mean, I was going to go with Stidham, but Sean brings up multiple good points. I mean, he, re- yeah, he, he went, what, four, five, four for 11? Fucking awesome, bro. Like, you still suck. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about Stidham. Hey, what, what does it matter? Julian's not going to play. Like, I think that Julian could be done in New England, too. I think add him to the list of, of Newton and Stidham. I don't, if, if you're not ready to play, and your first throw is at the shins of your best receiver that we have. That's your first throw. What were you doing? Were you just and there was like no pressure either. around? No pressure. No. You know why? Yeah, throw. there's no pressure. You're getting your ass kicked. You're you're not going to the playoffs. You're you have no shoes to fill. Okay. Brady's All he had to do was gone. show something. That's yeah. it. And he didn't. And he maybe maybe Stidham was like he maybe was at Lake mind. fucking Winnipesaukee trying to skip rocks. Maybe Stidham's <laughs> mind on an electric pole. Maybe he was fucking – his mind was made up four weeks ago that Belichick, fucking every Jared. single time our reporter asked Belichick, who are you going with? Cam Newton's not doing it. Who are you going with? You got a guy. And Belichick says, Cam's our quarterback. Cam's our quarterback. Maybe Sidham said, you know something? Fuck you. I'm not doing any more for this team. Well, I'm not motivate him to be better. That's all. Or motivate him to say, he's not a real athlete. He's not a real athlete. He's a little bitch. Not on the Patriots. Not on the Patriots. You can't be with Belichick at the helm. All right. You can't. He's soft as puppy shit. So why I bother gotta, drafting the guy? Like, honest to God, why? Why bother drafting the, all the guys that we've lost? He wastes all these draft picks on what turns out to be trash. Because he, he sucks. He be a good coach. Belichick he sucks, sucks I said as it. a GM. <laughs> or as I said on a text message, Belichoke. That should be his fucking name, Belichoke. Hashtag that shit. 
I'm sorry. Well, so I, I, I got a question before we go to the to the next topic. <laughs> who would you who would you who would you rather have at quarterback? Jared Stidham, Tony Eason, or Hugh Millen? Tony Eason. Can we get three new options? <laughs> who would you rather have a quarterback? That's basically Cam what Newton, they have in the quarterback Cam, room Cam, right Cam now. Scott Zolak. Jared Stidham. Or G.J. Mitchell. <laughs> Mitchell, I'm going go. Jesus, I, I'd, I'd rather see George play quarterback just because I think it'd be funny. And you know what? You get the same fucking result anyway. He'd be Brucey from the longest <laughs> yard. You know it. Hey, why can't, why can't I play quarterback? Throw me the ball. That's I'm why. Go I'm, wiry. I'm wiry. I'm wiry. should have had that popcorn. <laughs> um, well, I know, I know, <laughs> I know Mike, you just said, I know Mike, you said that Belichick sucks. And you call them uh, Bella Choke. So the question is, and I'm going to start with Matt on this and go reverse, is uh, is Belichick losing his fastball? And more importantly, is it time for Bob Kraft and the organization to maybe start looking at the next head coach? And I have an idea of who it could be. But who do you, what do you think, Matt? Yeah, I, I, I don't think he's losing his fastball. I think he's just fed up. He doesn't have the same team, doesn't have the same caliber. Uh, I thought this was going to be a good year for him, but I don't think he's losing his fastball. I think the guy, I, I think he's a genius. I, I, I don't think like, you know, you know, I, I don't just let him coach, take away the draft, take away the GM from his uh, tag or whatever, from his title. And if you want to bring in somebody else, f- fine. Uh, I'm okay with that too, but I don't think he's losing his fastball. And if he, and if he doesn't get re-signed and craft say, see you later, who's not going to pick up Bill Belichick right now? The coaches in the NFL right now are dog shit. They're terrible. I'm sorry. Anybody would be chomping at the bit. And I wouldn't be fucking surprised if he went to Tampa. Reconnect with his old boy, Tom. No. Not happening. But yeah, I, I see No way. Saying. He's trying Tom? to wear the big boy pants. I can do it without Tom. Well, Clearly not, not wearing bro. Well. Clearly not. Sean, your uh, your thoughts? Belichick losing it? No, uh, you know what? I don't think he's losing his fastball. He's still the best coach in the in the league. But you know where I do think he has a lot of shortcomings is connecting with this new era of players, the social media era of like the Juju Smith Schuster's doing the TikToks and the dancing. Bill Belichick wants to get the most out of he a. What does he always say? The toughness, the resiliency, all those things that he thinks he sees in these players, I think, when he drafts them. And then he come to find out when he works these guys too hard now or too much practice, too long of a practice, he's starting to see that this this new generation of player is not like Teddy Bruschi used to be or like Rodney Harrison was, who motivated themselves to be the best at their position, to to play team football and to win games. It, it's not like that anymore, man. All these kids play for is a name on the back of the jersey. Look at Nikhil Harry. You think he's a tough guy? You think he's a you think he's a guy you can count on when when maybe he's a little banged up, but you need a receiver on the field to make ten catches in a game like Edelman would do? No, because he's not the same type of player. They don't have the same generational type players. I blame anymore. that on Belichick then. I understand. No, and I'm saying that's his shortcomings. It's not. It's not coaching football. He. It's. He didn't all of a sudden wake up this season and forget how to how to scheme against the against an offense or how to coach guys how to be better at their specific positions. It's the type of players that are playing for him now that he is not reaching. 
Kind of like in 2009 when he said, I don't know how to get these guys to play the way I want them to. Now he really fucking doesn't know what's going on because the game has kind of, not the game itself, but the the players in the game have kind of outgrown him and his style of coaching. And if he doesn't have the room, which I'm, I'm very certain he probably doesn't anymore, especially after this season, he's going to have to do a complete overhaul of his roster because right now the culture is probably dog shit. So he needs to figure out how to connect with these players on a more personal level because that dictatorship style is failing him. And, and that's the problem. It's not the fact that he doesn't know what he's doing on the sidelines. It's the way that he goes about his, his relationships with these guys. Now I think like it's, it's, he just needs to figure it out. That's, that's the problem. He's not connecting with these guys anymore. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't, uh, I can't disagree. Eh. With, uh, I, I, I don't disagree that he's, he's having a trouble discon- uh, with him connecting with these guys. Um, I just think that his drafting is, um, it's just not that great. Um, yeah, I just think, I mean, again, well, his track record with, with wide receivers sucks. And if you're going to get a top echelon quarterback, you need top echelon talent. I mean, don't get me wrong. Patrick Mahomes is really, really good. But he's also got Tyreek Hill, you know, and, and, and Travis Kelsey. You know, and Travis that Kelsey hard, that bitch Travis Kelsey. Sammy you know? Watkins. Yeah, that's – yeah, so he's got, yeah, he's got talent weapons. there. Yeah, he's got – exactly, exactly. Um, Mike, your thoughts on this? I said at the start of the season, I said Belichick, whether this year or next year, he's gone as head coach. And everybody argued with me. Everyone followed me. It's not going to happen. He's staying. Not going to happen. Belichick's going to go. He's gone. It's he, not just gone physically. He's gone mentally. Like you just said, he sucks at drafting. Well, guess what his fucking – one of his main priorities is to do in this team is draft. So that's number one. He sucks. Sean, you just said – you just ranted about yeah, it. Yeah, but hold on. The, he the only sucks – Hold on a second. He doesn't. You can't blanket statement. He sucks at drafting because if you look, he gets, he gets. Yeah, but no, he so gets. Fanta- he gets. Yeah, but he gets fantastic linemen, and he gets re- on both ends, and he gets really good linebackers in secondary sure. play. So he's a really good. If you're drafting the 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 meat potatoes, and not the flashy guys, just the 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 meat potatoes of your team on both lines, and then because he's right, the, the guy, guy, the guys, he can get linebackers who can who can be. You know, on the floor, you know, either play three, four, four, three, go on the line and, you know, down in the stands or play back. And he can get guys you can cover in the secondary. So he's usually pretty good about that. Okay. So he's good at defense and he's a defensive coach. Yeah. But he sucks at drafting for offensive players. He, he's, he'll draft, he, like Sean just said, he'll, somebody else needs to do it. He'll draft guys, he'll draft guys that he wants. The new era. And this is this Cam Newton. This is the era we got. You had Tom Brady at the helm. Tom Brady clearly could adapt to anything because he's adapting to fucking Tampa, and he's in the playoffs again. Tom Brady, you could give two piles of dogs to Tom Brady, and they're going to get 25 touchdowns in a season. Brady adapted to what Belichick had. That's why Belichick did this for 20 years. He was comfortable. Sat back and said, they're going to do it. They didn't need me. If Belichick left, Brady would still do good because he's Brady. We're seeing the real Belichick. The past few years, he's not been the same. And I guarantee there are tops in the craft room going, we need to do something here because whatever we, whatever he's doing, whatever that V wants to do is not working for us. And it hasn't worked for at least four years. 
We have to do something. It won the Super Bowl well, two years ago. Yeah, yeah. No, and I agree. Barely. Four last well, year. We uh, we got a we got barely. a guest. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring a guest in here uh, to just touch base with us on uh, on this topic and more. Oh Jesus! Our old pal John Lennon. John, <laughs> John, what's going on, buddy? Hey boys, sorry about that. Sorry about popping off real quick. I'm uh, at the bowling alley. Got called in a sub tonight. Nice, George. George, you suck. <laughs> and you suck Welcome, just as man. equally. Go ahead. And I'd also, I'd also like to personally thank Jason Jackson for talking smack to Stefan Diggs. Thank you for the championship. <laughs> and, anything uh, else? Anything else, what, John? Uh, is it February third, John? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. You, did you win the Super Bowl? No. Oh wait, you're, you you won your Super Bowl. You got your division title. Congratulations. Congratulations. You're the same guy that probably just wants to play football to get number of Pro Bowls, you know, all-stars on their record. Meanwhile, we want to win championships. Congratulations, John. The best thing you did was beat George just so I can continue to shit on him for another six months until next week. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a gift that keeps on giving the whole year through. Uh, John, I'll talk to you later. Thank- yes, sir. George, thanks for the fourth round pick next year, and uh, I want my money. Later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my money, man. You'll get, you'll get nothing in like it. Thanks, John. We appreciate you. <laughs> uh, you'll get nothing in like it. <laughs> I, oh, I, loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Fucking John. Um, Rich, your thoughts on uh, on, uh, yeah. on the Belichick thing? Well, real quick to the Bills yes, fan. Congratulations! You waited till the till the giant got cracked in the head by David, and you ran over and you kicked him and stole his sandals. Good job! <laughs> Beat a dying giant who lost all their mojo for twenty years. So you know, congratulations on your billboard. You're you smell fantastic. Um. Anyway, the Bill Belichick <laughs> thing. You know what? Sitting here thinking about all the uh, what Mike was saying really made nice. me wonder. Why would Belichick build the team the way he did this year? Did he really think that the collection of dog shit that he scooped up out of the yard and threw together was going to be a winner? Or is he just biding time and trying to make it look like he's doing something? Like, don't you think that a coach yeah, like that, especially as the GM, I know he makes some bad calls on drafting, but like, don't you think he'd have a better plan on how to make an actual competitive football team? It makes me wonder if he's laying low because he's got something coming up for the next off season. You know oh, what I think mean? you're gonna see you're gonna see a very different team next year with the amount of cap space they have. I was gonna yeah, say they got they got a whole like, gotta uh, be it. They got like a hundred million dollars in cap. I space. think he kind of halfway through this year said, you know what, man, it is what it is. I'm gonna ride Cam to the rest to the, for the rest of the season and start fresh next year. He just sometimes you know be it, you wake right? up like you wake up one day and you go, you know what, man, I just really don't have it anymore, or we just don't have it this year, or I just you yeah. know what whatever 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 because he felt. he knew. He, he knew that if, me, he, if, he change up, if he changed up with Cam, that means he was he had the wrong move. And I, you're right. I think he's gonna. That's perfect. He's gonna ride it out. He knew what yeah. he had. He knew he's wrong. So why not give in? Why not? Like I said last week, why not just concede? Yeah. yeah well, because I think I think his hubris won't let him for one. No pun intended. And and two, the other part of it is, at least he could say, "Hey, I was consistent throughout the whole thing." I, I started Cam and I rolled Cam. It didn't work. We right. tried every variation of it, no matter who it was. It and didn't work. We it still had a work. chance. So I decided to stay with what wasn't working. And the, and the thing not is, give us too, a giant is, chance. There was multiple times when they pulled Cam and put Stidham in. So it's not like Stidham has only had one chance to show what he's got. 
I mean, right. he's played he's played in a couple games now, yep. and you haven't really seen anything that that points you towards old. That that could be the guy we should start. So I mean, it is what it is. I think Bill's just he's gonna he's gonna rip it all down and build it back up next year. I think that's he's mentally just said, you know what, fuck it, I can't do it this year. I don't have the pieces. I'm gonna have to start over, and I think that's what he's gonna do. Uh, you know, I don't uh, I don't disagree with that. I mean, I think it's gonna be a huge. Um, I think it's going to be a huge offseason for Belichick on a number of fronts. Um, I think getting the quarterback of the future is going to be a number one priority. And then other than that, I think you need to get talent around him. Um, I mean, they've only spent it the most. I think it was uh, nine or ten million dollars ever on wide receiver. And that was Randy Moss. Sorry, bro. You, you got to spend a little bit more than that to get the talent around him, especially if you're not going to have the best. You gave Tom Brady on, on more than one occasion dog shit, uh, you know, or, or what is it? The, the line is chicken shit and he made chicken soup, right? So you've you've given him a lot more times of having chicken shit on your roster. This new quarterback coming in is not Tom Brady. So you're going to go from here to here automatically down on a step from your quarterback, which means you got to take your wide receivers and your skill positions and bump them up so that they're more even. You know what I mean? So I think that that's what's going to have to happen. And, and in my opinion, I think I think that's what they're going to have to do. Um, so I know that the uh, the Celtics are playing right now. Uh, currently, they're up 14-7 on a uh, Ja Morant-less-led uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Um, oh, what, they'll blow it in the ninth. Oh, well, that's yeah, exactly right. <laughs> One of my favorite quotes. <laughs> um, so the question is, how impressed have you been with this two and two uh, Celtics team? Uh, and I'm going to start with this one on this because I- it's been nah. Like the win they got when they went when Tatum hit the bank shot. Great. Awesome. But you shouldn't have been in that position. You blew 17 point lead before, which means you didn't learn from last year's uh, debacle of blowing leads late in games. Uh, you yeah, just count on that shot to go in very often. That's either. what I mean. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know. I just don't know what I don't know what to think of this team. And again, they just even last year, and I'll even say the year before, they're just one one missing piece. Yeah, like I can tell one, you what it is. <laughs> no, it's not Harden. It's not. Oh, Harden. really? After our show on Saturday, he went out and dropped forty-seven or forty-four yeah. and had seventeen assists. It. Just Pow! showed up and killed it. <laughs> and you don't want that guy on your team, a guy that could just not roll it. out of bed and Pow! score forty-four points. Not at the expense of Are losing Brown, Brown Smart and uh, and sitting there and having Adam regress on his uh, development. Oh, yeah. So, no, I don't. I don't want a ball hog like Harden. He's a fucking cancer. He, he is He's a superstar. He, nice job, he is single-handedly, he is single-handedly ruined the fucking Houston Rockets. Crash. When would you oh, not God. get that through your head? He has ruined the, the Houston Rockets. They were in the, were in the uh, Eastern Co- Western Conference Finals yep, last year. Where's, where's everybody they else on that LeBron team? LeBron and the Lakers. Yeah, but where's everybody else on that team? Oh, you mean Russell Westbrook? Yep, gone. Why? Because he didn't want to play with Harden. Chris Paul. Chris Paul, gone. Why? He didn't want to play with Harden. I don't oh, know. Yeah, so a hard is. on. Huge Do you bring him to Boston? He's going to destroy the frigid, the fragile, I don't um, know, man. you know, 
chemistry all I, that all our I young see players is the landscape are trying of the to NBA is the teams that win grow. and the teams that have superstars. All right, so, so then why? Why you have, the better your team will be. Okay, you so know then how many Celtics have? The Tatum's going to be a superstar. They have, they have one. They have superstars. Jason Tatum. They have He's Jason. Growing like a plant. Can you call him a superstar yet? I yeah. Can you really say that yet? Yeah, I think so. Getting there. Jason Tatum out tonight. No, he's. Uh, I knew he was. He said he might he not. Probably. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if he ended up playing. I haven't enough. checked to see. But here's that the thing. Awesome question. Yeah, it, no, no, all right, no. you can go back to your go back to the original topic. We don't have. No, to no, 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 no. That's all right. No, no, no. But here's the thing. Here's the thing with this. With this. With Harden. Harden is just not the. He's not the guy for Boston, and there's a reason why they, didn't, they haven't gotten him. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. We have none in Boston. But beyond that. No. No. Beyond that. Do. Yeah, I, I know, but beyond not good ones anyway. Beyond that, the strip club anyway anymore. Again, anymore anyway, beyond that, <laughs> beyond the strip. No, he does anyway. Beyond That's the why strip it club thing, be a good fit here. Again, exactly. Beyond the fucking strip club thing. Here's the problem with Harden. Okay. Here's the problem with him. Unless you get a good buffet. <laughs> George, George, we're off the rails. <laughs> you lost me and Matt. We weren't going to strip clubs now. Hold on, I got, I got a two for. Dude, you got a two for you got, you got a two for all right, all right. <laughs> what was that Franklin Jackson? I got four dollars, almost a, five. <laughs> this, this, uh, I can't even find my wallet now. Um, mine is mine. That's a pitcher well, of beer and a vending listen, machine. We take some money and we call it even. All I'm saying is there's a reason why when Danny Age has inquired about getting hard in the offseason, almost every single person told him, No, stay away. You don't want James Harden. Who told you don't, that? That has been the that has been the rumors for a while. With um, uh, listening to the radio a lot, doing the research, seeing that Danny Ainge is consistently. You don't think if Danny Ainge would have got wanted James Harden, he would have been had James Harden here. He no, I traded. don't. I don't because Danny Ainge wanted Giannis, didn't get Giannis. Danny Ainge wanted Anthony Davis, didn't get Anthony Davis. <laughs> Danny Ainge doesn't get what he wants. He just oh, he piles draft picks and then he uses them, and then just ships them on a bus up to Maine and lets them sit there for five years. That's what they're great lobster up there, though. <laughs> oh, do they have great yeah. strip clubs? That's the question. They do. There's actually one that's really good. <laughs> All I'm saying is if you wanted Harden, you would have gotten him. Because you could have gotten, you could have gotten Brown can. and they Smart. They can get him. That's they're what George talk, says. Yeah. There's only been four, only been four games. There's only been four games. I don't, know. I, I don't, time. I don't want time him. to get him. I don't want him. I want nothing to do with him. I this think Celts team is, is mediocre. Like George, you perfectly said, eh, nah, there's no, yeah. exci- there's nothing. This, the, yeah. so George, like if, if it it's so mediocre, tight. you got to do something. That's, That's what, what I think saying. Sean's point That's is. You have to bring, bring somebody in. Okay. But not James Harden. He's the only one out there. No, I think name me another superstar if if you can off the top of your head. If you can't, I don't know one. But Giannis is all locked up. Davis is locked up. I mean, he's the only if one. It shakes, if, if, if it shakes the fucking atmosphere of Boston Garden up, bring the bearded soldier in. Bring him in. Shake everything up. He's the only it, one out there. That's the so, so, point. So you guys are willing to get rid of Brown and Marcus Smart, which helped. Yes. I'll, yes. Okay, so you're going to yes. give up defense for offense? <laughs> yes. Because those sure. are your two, basically your two best defenders on your starting lineup. And you're going to go with the guy who jacks up three-pointers literally like it's and his job because, because that's all he, he fucking does because he's useless for everything else because he doesn't play defense. That's the guy you want to go with. You want to go a guy. I so, sure okay, do. 
I, you know what? This is a perfect example. Brad Stevens is similar to Claude Julian. He likes to play more of a defensive game and let his superstars and team try some things, but make it so that they are coming back on the defensive end. That's why they don't get any offensive rebounds. It's because as soon as the guy throws the ball up, all the fucking team is back on the other side of the court playing defense. So you're going to get a guy who not only does he fit that system, but then doesn't play defense on the other side. So you're going to literally play five on four on defense every single time and then play one on five because you know damn well he's not giving that ball up to Jason Tatum. You know he's not going to pass the ball to him in the corner at all. So you're willing to go. So you're willing to go handcuffed on defense and then completely handcuffed on offense. That's a smart business move, John. I think it's a great business move. If you, you don't think if the Celtics had James Harden in the in the finals against the Heat last in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Heat last year, they win that series? Nope. I don't know. I don't know how you would think that. Look at look what happened when Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker was non-existent in the playoffs. You think James Harden would go 0 for 11 shooting in a playoff game? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The guy is an assassin with the basketball. Agreed. He, Agreed. He, he dropped a casual 44 points with, oh, what did he do? 17 assists? That that would hinder uh, Jason Tatum's game? 17 assists from Harden? How would that hinder Jason Tatum's game? Because Jason, Jason Tatum, Tatum made- would benefit from Harden being out there because Harden draws more defense and Tatum would be open more. I mean, it's a simple analogy. Like, it, you need superstars to win. This team is not good enough to get through to the, to the, conf- to the uh, NBA Finals. Absolutely not. This is the same exact team as they had last year. What are they going to do? What did they really do to, to make this team over go over the top, uh, especially now with the East being better, with Brooklyn having Durant and Kyrie back, and uh, Giannis getting Drew Holiday. George, here's Kyrie that team was already better than yours. The Celtics, are, the Celtics are a six or a seven seed at best. A six or a seven seed at best in the East right now. I wouldn't be surprised if they missed the playoffs. Well, still don't, still don't want James only Harden. Been four games. Still don't want James Harden. I just right. don't. I don't. I, I got. I got um, no use for him. The way she goes, boys. I, I just. I don't know. I, I got. I got no. No use for a guy who's as selfish as he is. You'd rather uh, watch Marcus Smart shoot three pointers from half court sometimes. Does he call half court though? With his defense. You'd rather watch. You'd rather watch Marcus Center Smart. Ice. You'd rather watch Marcus <laughs> Smart come down with twelve seconds left to be the guy that takes the last shot. No, I wouldn't. I sure as fuck wouldn't because Marcus Smart is not an offensive right, player. Man. Yeah, but cool. Cool. He runs around and dives around on the court and, and gets aggressive and physical with people. Super. Basketball is about scoring points. The team that scores the most points wins the game. And, yes, I understand defense is a part of that, but Marcus Smart on defense is not even close to as how important it would be to have James Harden's offense. I just they, – they don't have what it, what it takes to get to the finals, and you need a superstar. And I wouldn't even be surprised if this is Brad Stevens last year in Boston because the team's not good enough. I, if they don't I, have, I, they have I, a shitty year, I, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. No, I, I – shouldn't that, have signed that three-year extension. That I agree oh. with 100% uh, in regards to, uh, to, um, to the coach. Um, but – You're smart is dumb. Um, let's, at least, let's at least change a little topics here because – I know that uh, two of these chuckleheads on this uh, on this docket here are are Give a, a, little bit, uh, a little bit geeked up and a little bit uh, 
a little bit excited about uh, about these happenings. Although when you when you listen to what I have to say, you're not going to be as excited. Uh, but coming up January first, it is the college football championship series, the semifinals featuring Notre Dame versus Alabama and Ohio State versus Clemson. Um, I'm going to go with the Ohio State Clemson one first because I'm going to let you guys have a little suspense. Uh, Ohio State is getting seven points. Clemson's giving seven. The over under is sixty six. Point five. So quickly around the room, I'm going to start with you, Rich. Who wins, Ohio State or Clemson? Clemson. Clemson. Do they cover? What the over under? No. Yeah, seven or points. Do they cover spread. the seven? They cover the spread. They should. Do you like think it goes? Do you think it goes over? If it does, it's going to be lopsided. Like Clem- Clemson's going to like beat the shit out of Ohio State. Okay. All right. That collection of pool management class taking dummies. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Mike, Ohio State Clemson. Oh, uh, do they do they cover? Oh yeah. And do they take over. over and the over? Oh yeah. Sean? Yeah. Oh yeah, Clemson's gonna smoke them. Clemson, Clemson and in the, the over. Clemson and the over. Matt? Yep. Okay. So I'm going to say, obviously, the same thing. Clemson in the over. I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, Not to mention the fact Ohio State only played five games this year. So Yeah, and yeah. they played nobody. They played, right. like, you know, no actual team. They, the, they needed the sixth game to be considered into the top, or to be considered national title. And right. they gave them the sixth with the, the championship win, their conference win. I was just like, you're going to be shitting me. Yeah, That's why they're going to get smoked. Like, they're not ready. Well, not only that, they're not as good as Clemson. So Right, right. <laughs> So that leads me to the other game that, uh, you know, uh, a couple of the Irish lads here uh, are loving. Notre Dame, Alabama. Notre Dame is getting 20 points. The (laughs) over-under is 65 and a half. So I'm going to save Matt and Mike for last. So, Rich, uh, does Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Alabama, and 65 and a half. Who wins? Does Alabama cover? Notre Dame is going to get pounded back into the Stone Age, and Alabama is going to cover all by itself the over. <laughs> Sorry, boys. That's a, that's a bold move, Cotton. I love it. Uh, Sean, for you, Notre Dame, you laying the points, taking them? How uh, a good day I might take those points, but I don't know. I 20 is a lot of points, man, but three Alabama's, touchdowns. Pre- Alabama's pretty good at football. Uh, yeah they are <laughs> pretty, you know what it's pretty good the thing the thing <laughs> that beat pisses the me off about about college football is just these game these first two games aren't going to be competitive and neither is the third one it, they never are these college football matchups are it is it, it is what it is but yeah i think alabama is gonna gonna win i you i i could see taking those 20 points though i don't think it's going to be that big of a blow up do they cover uh, the over/under. What's the over/under? Sixty-five and a half. Oh, it's yeah. definitely going over. But okay, so you're going to take the points and the over. I guess so. So Rich has got <laughs> Alabama full sweep, and you got uh, Notre Dame. I got Notre Dame getting over. twenty. Yep. And the over. All right. I'll take it. Uh, which one of you? Uh, which one of you Irish bastards wants to go next? I'll defer to I'll, Matt if he wants. I'll go first. I'll go first. <laughs> uh, um, nice. It's so definitely if you want Notre Dame to win, which we, which I do, uh, you're going to go with the under. You're going to want to keep them, keep the ball on the ground and, and get that clock to tick. 
So, but if I'm a betting man and I'm putting down a hundred dollars, which I am, go with the over. <laughs> um, but that's a that's a pretty tight spread. I'm seeing twenty, and then I'm seeing nineteen and a half at some other sites. That so don't don't take the. I'll say their cover. Now Notre Dame, I think, is going to win this game because Alabama. Look at their schedule. They've pounded all these teams that have that have sucked. Mississippi, Tennessee, LS, LSU sucked. I mean, uh, Arkansas, Missouri. Jesus Christ! Like I mean, they barely beat, almost beat, uh, barely beat Florida. That was their toughest test. And Georgia, I'll give it that. Okay, boom. But at this, at, at the same time. Notre Dame has probably one of the best quarterbacks that have ever come into their system, and they've had some dynamite quarterbacks. Okay, yes, Brady Quinn and all that, but this kid – Jimmy Clausen? Jimmy Clausen. Great, great Montana. college quarter, quarterback. Joe, Joe Montana. Joe Montana. Wow, I didn't go that far up back. there and is breaking records left and right at Notre Dame, and he's going to be a guy that is going to play on Sunday. So if they're going to have a snowball's chance in hell in winning this, it's going to be Ian Book having to play his best game ever and the defense having to play their best game. And he perfectly capable of that. Perfectly capable of that. Okay. So you taking Notre Dame points in the under? Yes. And uh, the uh, the twenty is coming from DraftKings Sportsbook. I want to mention okay, that. So, so yeah, yeah. To be fair. I mean, that fucking sucks that it's <laughs> that it's that much. But <laughs> that just made me weird. I thought it was like ten. I was like, oh, all right, that'll be well, okay. Twenty. That's just like zero. Twenty. You know, just. Mike, <laughs> I heard twenty, and I got a little knot in my throat. Yeah, I, I did one of these. It, I it's, checked it's, it, Mike. Definitely, it's definitely a. Uh, I mean, a just to, I'll go backwards. I I'm going Notre Dame, and I'm going to go under. I'm going to go mad in this one, only because I know they lost to Clemson. Yeah, it it was a weird loss. That was not Notre Dame we've seen all season long. That was an anomaly game. I think they're going to come back stronger, faster, hotter. This game, I asked a question to John last Kanye week. Kanye West song. <laughs> Cue the music. I asked him to John, what's more important, them beating Alabama or raising the crystal? Now, I mean, since 88, I'd love to see Notre Dame become national champions. Me and Matt both would. I'd love it. But I think to set themselves in stone for next year, to do anything worthwhile, if they beat this Alabama team tomorrow uh, – sorry, Friday afternoon, was it 4 o'clock, Friday evening? If they beat this Alabama team – the Notre Dame stock is going to skyrocket. It's going to absolutely shoot to the sky of, okay, this team is the real deal team. Alabama fans can say, well, it was a one, a one game loss and they did it. This is going to the national championship. I have more faith in this team on Friday than I ever have all season long for any league. I think Notre Dame is going to beat Alabama on Friday. When they do, George, you got to get a Jersey. (laughs) You got to get it. I'll buy you. Ooh, I, like I will that. personally buy you a piece of Notre Dame and it, apparel, and it's got to be like extra small, and you got to wear it for the following. <laughs> it's going to be a, it's gonna be a nipple <laughs> shirt, nipple, not even belly, yeah. nipple shirt. Yeah. Hashtag nipple shirt. A, a youth extra medium. Got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> extra medium. A, 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 Notre youth Dame. Ex, a youth extra medium. <laughs> I'm buying you a Notre Dame practice Isn't penny. A... <laughs> yeah, a penny. A fitty? <laughs> no undershirt, too, George. None of that fucking no, yeah. fancy gonna, bullshit. No, dude, I I can't show my nipple rings. I want the sun from Fifty First States. I want Rudy from Fifty First States. <laughs> All right, let's get to the shootout, there, nipples. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I want to tell you right now, just what quickly. Say nipple. I got. N- I got nipples, <laughs> Mitchell. Nipples, Mitchell. I got. I got uh, Alabama. I'll just gonna crush them. Clemson. Clemson's in the SEC. Uh, yeah, I mean, in the ACC, they beat the shit out of Notre Dame. Let's be honest. The SEC is a better conference than the ACC. So Alabama should absolutely smoke Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> As, it's a, it's the fucking New Year's. It's a it's the last goddamn last regular season. I I, I they normally have to pick me. Can I you can to. you Mike? Can you try and put that all together in, in a couple of sentences? Because that was about <laughs> as run on as you can get. Listen, I'm just gonna I'm gonna stop you right there and just say to call one of my favorite movies, uh, Star Wars movie Rogue One. Don't choke on your aspirations, my friend. Because you know, I've favorite the entire movies. season. Oh, I, oh, I, I, love, say that. I love Rogue One. Love Great it, movie. George. Rogue One's Have a solid movie. Yes, I, of course I've watched all of it. I've watched oh, the making of Mandalorian. Let's wrap this up, boys. i got to go to my meeting of uh, sword fights tonight. <laughs> <laughs> listen, <laughs> let's, listen, let's all gingerly oh. touch tips. You know, all right, let's go. Embarrassing let's me in front the of the wizard. Why you got to do it with the ginger talk, man. <laughs> I'm not going to let some Star Wars geek try to freaking insult me. Oh, the Star well, Wars geek. Obviously, it worked because you're salty as hell and you're coming back at me over it. <laughs> I'm sorry, your battery's <laughs> Nobody's talking song. to you. <laughs> no, they're talking well, to me. I Rich. can't tell. I'm not looking at you. You're so not on my about screen. As cool, about as cool as this post, George, when you said that. What's that guy's name? <laughs> yeah, Friggin Michael Apollo B. Jordan. Creed, the yeah. sexiest man alive. Listen, oh, I wait, there's another one with vanilla ice that you said can't get enough of this. Yeah, it's going to be a good rap. Sunday. Yeah, ninja rap. Go, ninja. Go, ninja. Go. Absolutely. Rich, Rich get, is gone. Rich so you, you've, you've done work. <laughs> you can't get down to Teenage Mutant Ninja bad. Turtles 2 and watch Vanilla Ice bust a move with the four turtles. I got no use for you. I like my cousin oh, Vinny. I got dirty. no use for this guy. And they, listen, I've, I have forever have come in second on the sexiest man alive. There will be one day. One day that I will. <laughs> you win came this. second on the sexiest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, let's get out of here. So we the RGS Sports guys. <laughs> <laughs> I came second. I bet you did. God bless you, America. God bless you all. You're welcome, America. Uh, we're on uh, we're on oh Facebook at the Armchair Sports Guys. We're on Instagram at the Armchair Sports Guys. We're on nothing guys. anymore. We are on Twitter at Armchair underscore Guys. We're also on TikTok at the Armchair Sports Guys. On behalf of Rich Mays, Michael Chid, Sean Farhady, and Matt O'Brien, I'm GJ Mitchell saying <laughs> I see that. Thank you very much for being a part of our Green show pie. here in 2020. <laughs> Happy New Year. Um, uh, yes, Happy New Year from all of us. Uh, I know 2020 has sucked for everybody, uh, but we do thank you for being a part of the show. And we're going to be bringing some more fun and shenanigans here to you guys coming up. Starting this Saturday, uh, we're bringing back our segment, Jackass of the Week. Uh, and no, I am not nominated for the first week in 2021. Uh, contrary to these I don't guys, know, so far Matt has, making an argument. De- <laughs> Matt has pretty good argument about it. All I'm saying is, stay tuned with us because we appreciate you being part of the show. Uh, thanks to John for calling in. Yeah, I got your money right here, buddy. We'll figure it out sometime later. But That's peace, strange. enjoy your week. We'll see you on Saturday. Have yourselves a great rest of your 2020, 2021. Bye bye.